section five of harper's young people volume one issue eighteen march second eighteen eighty this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c harper's young people volume one issue eighteen march second eighteen eighty almost time almost time for the pretty white daisies out of their sleep to awaken at last and over the meadows with grasses and clover to bud and to blossom and grow so fast almost time for the buttercups yellow the ferns and the flowers the roses and all to waken from slumber and merrily hasten to gladden our hearts at the spring's first call almost time for the skies to grow bluer and breezes to soften and days to grow long for eyes to grow brighter and hearts to grow gladder and earth to rejoice in her jubilant song almost time for the sweetest of seasons nearer it comes with each new-born day and soon the smile of the beautiful springtime winter's cold shadows will chase away remarkable animals australia and tasmania possess many specimens of strange animal life even in the latter or van diemen's land are found special species which exist only on that small bit of the earth's surface tasmania which is separated from the southern extremity of australia by a strait about one hundred and forty miles in width was first discovered in sixteen thirty three by abel tasman a famous dutch navigator who supposed it to be a portion of australia then known as new holland the celebrated captain cook visited it one hundred and fifty years later but it was not until about eighteen hundred when captain flinders exploring the southern coast of australia discovered the strait the tasmania was known to be an island as mr bass surgeon of the british ship which had cruised in those waters had already affirmed that such a strait existed captain flinders named it bass strait in his honour at the beginning of this century a few tribes of natives were the sole human inhabitants of tasmania but about eighteen o three a party of english military with a gang of convicts under their charge came from new south wales and formed a settlement which is now a flourishing english town called hobart town sheep raising is now the principal industry of this island and large exports of wool are made yearly the scenery of tasmania is very picturesque grand basaltic headlands tower along the coast while inland are lofty mountains broad lakes 
untrodden jungles and wild spreading plains covered with rich and luxuriant vegetation australia and tasmania are the residence of the curious family of animals with pouches called marsupialia from marsupium signifying a purse or bag one variety of this species the opossum is found in the united states and a few live in south america and mexico but in the australian regions are more than seventy different kinds of these singular creatures the leader of them all is the great kangaroo which stands about five feet high when resting upon its hind feet and haunches when running it springs from the ground in an erect position holding its short forearms tight to its chest like a professional runner and it will go as far as sixteen feet at one jump from twenty to thirty species of kangaroo are found in australia and the surrounding islands a member of the marsupialia family which does not exist out of the small islands of tasmania is the zebra wolf the most savage and destructive of all marsupials this ferocious beast is about the size of the largest kind of sheep-dog its short fur is of a yellowish-brown color and its back and sides are handsomely marked with black stripes it is a fleet runner propelling itself with its hind legs which are jointed like those of kangaroo although it goes on all fours its gait is a succession of quick springs a peculiarity of nearly all the animals of tasmania the zebra wolf is very troublesome to the sheep raising farmers and constant watch is required to prevent its depredations on the flocks and herds it inhabits caverns and rocks in the deep and almost impenetrable glens in the neighborhood of the high mountain ranges from whence it sallies forth at night to scour the great grassy plains in search of food it preys on the bush kangaroo the great emu and any small birds or beasts it can capture another strange beast is a porcupine ant-eater or tasmanian hedgehog it is much larger than the english hedgehog and cannot roll itself into a ball its back is covered with very stout spines protruding from a coat of thick gray fur and in place of a mouth it has a round bill about two inches long one of these strange creatures was once presented to an english lady living at hobart town for safety she placed it at the bottom of a deep wooden churn until better lodgings could be provided shortly after on going to look at her captive she found it clinging by its long claws to the top of the churn with its funny little head peeping over the bill gave an indescribably droll expression to its queer pursed-up face while its bright eyes peered restlessly about from their furry nooks there was something so pitiful 
pleading and helpless in the expression of the little creature that the lady fearing she could not make it happy in captivity at once set it free in her garden it immediately began to burrow casting up a circular ridge of earth beneath which in a moment it vanished and never was seen again the duckbill is a near kinsman of the porcupine ant-eater it is a mole-like quadruped with a very large bill like a duck's it spends most of its time in the water but lives in a burrow on the shore its feet are very curious as they can be changed at the pleasure of their owner when in the water they are webbed like a duck's but if the creature comes on shore the web shrinks and leaves long sharp claws ready for burrowing there is also a small clumsy inoffensive animal called the wombat which is never found outside of these australian regions its head resembles that of a badger it has very small eyes short legs and its fat squab body is covered with coarse gray hair it lives in rocky places and mountain gullies and feeds on the roots of plants it is easily tamed and makes a very affectionate pet some english children living in tasmania once had a pet wombat it became so mischievous however that they determined to carry it back to its native forest but the wombat having tasted the comforts of civilized life had no desire to dig for its living again three times it was carried away the last time to a wood beyond a deep river but every time when night came a well-known scratching was heard at the door and the wombat presented itself drenched and weary but determined not to suffer banishment from its comfortable home its master touched by so much attachment at length allowed it to remain and it passed the rest of its days in peace the kangaroo rat and kangaroo mouse the opossum mouse the flying opossum and some other odd little creatures inhabit tasmania they are all marsupials having a pouch for the little ones and jumping on their hind feet like a kangaroo an enormous bird is found in the australian countries called the emu in its habits and general appearance it resembles the ostrich although it does not possess the exquisite plumage of that bird the long drooping feathers of the emu are brownish black in color and covered with hairy fibers a full-grown bird is five or six feet in height it never flies but like the ostrich is a very swift runner and as it is very shy is difficult to capture its nest is a hole scraped in the ground where it lays six or seven dark green eggs emus are much hunted by the bushmen as a fine clear oil is prepared from the skin which is highly prized for its medicinal qualities many varieties of remarkable and beautiful birds are found in australia and tasmania 
the lyre bird with its wonderful tail feathers the odd owl-like moripoke which screams its own name through the forest solitudes all night long glistening bronze-winged pigeons strange and gorgeous parrots and others to describe which would fill a large volume in this locality are nearly a hundred species of birds and beasts not found in any other portion of the world and they are all with scarcely a single exception the oddest and strangest of existing creatures end of section five recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c